What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 285. On this episode, I'm joined by Drake and we talk about the Patreon, merch shop, making music, producer talk, beat stores, producer courses, loop kits, mental health, religion, and a bunch of other music and producer shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? Uh, here's what we got to get to. First, if you listen to the last episode, you know a fucking storm really ruined my fucking week. Uh, just discovered it also messed up my audio interface. So I'm down to only three inputs. I had four and uh, only three inputs left. Uh, it's really going to be a pain. Uh, hopefully uh, we can get it replaced eventually so that uh, everything will be smooth selling. But for now... Um, Expect some more fuck ups because every goddamn day I turn something on and it doesn't work. So um, anyway, this week, well, before that, let me get to the shit that gets me paid. You know, come on, people. Let's uh, join this Patreon. Patreon.com slash a podcast of Mo. Uh, go there, give a dollar more a month, get early access to the podcast. If you give ten dollars or more a month, you will be a co-producer like my mother, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall, the Dharma Initiative Bear, it's your boy H2.com and Jackie Daytona. You know, big shout out to Jackie Daytona. Uh, still the only person I'm not exactly sure who they are. So, um, I enjoy that. I enjoy the, the mystique, if you will. And then also it's your boy h2.com. Y'all should go check out that website. You know, apparently he has some crazy, uh, ideas and or manifesto, however you want to, uh, word it. And, um, anyway, this week we are calling, uh, the homie, new homie, new friend of the podcast. First time we'll talk to him. His name is Drake Beats, but you know these kids, they can't spell anything right, so it's D-R-V-K-E, and uh, he's actually here out of Oklahoma. I think he's in the city. Uh, if you're from Oklahoma, you will know we call Oklahoma City the city. Other people in other states are like, what the fuck are you talking about? But listen, that's just that's just the shits, man. That's how it is. And uh, anyway, he is a producer and uh, maybe also an artist. He might put out some of his own music. I'm not positive. Um, We'll ask him, but, you know, he seems fairly successful on the Internet, or at least he's looking like it. So anyway, we're going to give him a call uh, and uh, see what we got to talk about. Yo. Uh, So, man, how's it going? Uh, You know, I said you're I basically just gave a thing of your name's Drake Beats. Uh, You're a producer, maybe artist as well, because I'm not I'm a little iffy on that one and that you're from Oklahoma. (laughs) So uh, did I cover it fairly well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Producer, artist. Uh, and from Oklahoma, that's pretty much the basis of it. There you go. Um, so I know you have some history making like some punk music, maybe. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, I played. Um, I played in like hardcore bands, like heavy bands and stuff. Hell yeah! And I played in like pop punk bands and pop bands and shit. I played in a lot of different stuff before I started making beats. Yeah, I'm. I'm very jealous of that I. I have no musical. Um background or abilities it's like i could rap you know a little bit and then i eventually learn to make beats but all the time i'm uh-huh. like I, I learn new music theory stuff all the time you know and i'm like fuck if i just knew yeah. this then maybe the beats i made three years ago wouldn't be complete shit you know so right right <laughs> uh but you know live and learn um and also i have this super desire to make pop punk rap music like 
I'm slowly oh, dude, it's so fun. making some in the back. Like, you know, I can do a good, like simple plan impression is how I explain it to people. And then, uh, you know, I think I can lean into it. I, I'd probably have to go funny, you know, but who knows? We'll see. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah. yeah. I love, uh, I, I have a few pop pug meets. I love making those. Yeah. They're definitely, uh, I had to get lucky and find like a cool little guitar thing that kind of works, you know, cause I don't really know how to make it. Like I was saying, um, but Whenever it happens, it's like, well, this is fun. And then if I ever am like free song in front of my friends and I just bust out the pop punk voice, it's like, fuck, I got to start recording that. <laughs> like I'm yeah, wasting dude. it. I'm wasting it for nobody. Literally. Yeah. Um, like you might as well. I always tell people like you might as well. just like, like, just do it. You know, like what's stopping you from just fucking doing it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. I completely agree. I, uh, one of friend of the podcast, CJ Jones, shout him out. Uh, me and him DM all the time. And I explained to him my method on the album I'm currently working on as far as mixing and, uh, also just recording stuff. Like if I can, if while I'm listening, I imagine something, then I'm going to try to do that. Right. Like yeah. just, while I'm listening, if I'm like, Ooh, I think right here, even if I use it nowhere else, this one noise is going to come in and do whatever. Like I'm going to try that. Like, whereas in, I think at other times of my, making music i'd be like i'm not gonna waste my time but really fuck that you know what are we doing it for unless we're gonna just try our best I don't yeah know. for real and like if you notice like you know with with bands and like you know like live music and shit or you know like not beats but like with bands there's all sorts of like in the middle of a song something random will happen or whatever but with beats you know like you notice a lot of it's the same thing throughout the whole song, which is cool. I, I do it all the time. Right. But like, you know, coming from playing in bands and stuff, I try to incorporate little breaks or, you know, little whatever it could be, little sounds or whatever throughout the beat that aren't there throughout the rest of the beat. Right. And, and I also feel weird as like a, a rapper producer person because uh, the beat I start on, you know, like that I make, I'll change that motherfucker all, a lot when I'm rapping on it, you know, like I'm like, oh, let's change this, yeah. drop this out, whatever. But like when you're selling to a, a rapper or giving them, you know, however you choose to do it, a lot of people will be like, oh, I don't like the way it's so repetitive. It's like, yeah, man, because you'll get the stems and you can do shit like literally <laughs> like, I don't know, but I understand that's lost on people that, you know, before I made beats and I just rapped, I didn't quite get all that, you know, so I understand um, it's a different world in a way, but. Yeah, that sometimes just some of the complaints you hear, and I'm like, I'm right, whatever, man. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, if you don't fucking want it, don't get it. Like, right. I'm not gonna lose sleep over you not being on my fucking beat. Exactly. Like, exactly. If you want, like, if you want more stops and you want it arranged differently, buy the fucking stems. Right. I mean, I think that's right. the simplest, simplest answer. Um, so you do look fairly successful with your beat ventures out there. So, like, would you describe yourself that way? Um. Man, I am really hard on myself. So, um, like, yes and no. Um, I'm very blessed. Um, you know, like, I, I tell people, you know, even if you've made one sale, you're doing better than most of the producer community. Because a lot of people that I know that I've been, you know, I've been a part of the producer community on Twitter for probably two and a half years now. And, you know, a lot of people I've known forever haven't even sold a beat. And so, like, you know, it helps pay my bills and shit. So I would say I'm moderately successful, but, um, for me in my head until I'm doing it as my only job, I don't consider myself like successful. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I um, agree with that thought process. So, well, um, you know, I, I try not to use this as bragging, but last year was the first year I really made money selling beats and I made enough to buy uh -huh. a PlayStation five. Right. And so well, that's it. I, to me, I'm like, I love video games and shit. So I'm just like, you know, like, 
yes, that was like such an accomplishment. And it really validated my whole like, you know what? I am going to keep doing this, you know, like even if I yeah, fucking paid sure. the same amount of money for plugins or whatever, like, you know, I made that money and I bought a PS5 with it because that's what it did. Now, I've now saved the money, you know, since I bought that, that I made off beats for the most part. Unless, like you said, you have to pay bills like my mm-hmm. I get paid once a month and then like in the summer they start fucking with my pay date to where it starts getting pushed back and shit. So like I may have to break into that and that's awesome to be able to do. And I do try to keep all that in mind for those days that I just feel like a piece of shit, right? Where I'm like, fuck, I fucking suck. Like no one on the internet likes me and no one cares and I don't have any track. Like, you know, I have those days. I'm a depressing uh, individual sometimes. Uh, But then I try to remember like there are people I'm, I've done good compared to some people, you know, not that I should be comparing, but like when you put stuff into perspective, um, sometimes it just, it helps. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's why I say, you know, like I consider myself blessed and, you know, like I don't work as much at my job anymore because of music, um, because music helps pay my bills and stuff. Uh, like if I had the drive for my job to work, you know, fuck 10 hours and still do music. I would do that and just save up that money. But like, um, I hate working. Right. So like, uh, like I just, I use my, my, you know, music money for the most part to pay bills or buy food or buy shit for my son or something, you know? Right. And and I won't put you on blast where you work, but it's one of the worst places. You know, if you're in Oklahoma, dude, agree with me. (laughs) I've been there. I've been there for over seven years. Yeah. I mean, it'd be hard to leave. And like, I know for me, um, I quit music for a little bit as an adult um, or my rapping before I started making beats because I got like a real adult job, you know, like in an office and it was like all corporate and you had to wear like button up shirts and shit. And it just, yeah. it took out all of my drive. Like when I was off work, I just, I didn't have it. You know, like I didn't. And then at that time I wasn't making beats. So it was a little different. Um, but when I got the job I currently have now, which is I work for a school working on computers. It's oh, no. so like, like it only it just doesn't take any of that it doesn't drain me mentally like that like it's like a problem solving i'll work on a computer but i get home and i'm like fuck it let's go let's make some beat like that's why i do so much now is i do have a job that complements it really well and so i do tell people if you have a job that like you just fucking hate i mean look around if you can you know like my my co-host snappy he worked all these jobs now he has a job at a dispensary and he's like, man, my life's so fucking good, you know, like in comparison. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not money. It's just the stress of certain jobs. For sure. For sure. You know, and like uh, my situation is a little bit weird. Like my uh, my older brother owns the store that I work at. Oh, right. And whenever I'm working, he watches my kid and we're super short staffed right now. So like, like, yeah, like technically I could quit whenever I wanted to. But um I'm also helping family out, you know? Right. Well, and then watching your kids, a huge thing. Like me and my wife, um, we don't have a kid. Um, it's something we just, you know, it gets brought up, but the thing that always comes up is like, do you know how much it is to put them in fucking daycare? Like the other Literally. person should just not work like and shit. So, I mean, that's a huge deal, huge deal for sure. Yeah. Whenever, uh, um, you know, my ex got pregnant and everything, you know, like I, we talked about it and I was like, you can just stop working because, wherever you work or wherever you go get a job, all that money is just going to go to daycare. So like, just don't work. You know, you point with the kids, you know, like, yeah, it's wild, wild way it is. Um, so what do you have anything in the works music wise before we get off of music too much? Um, like that you've been working on, like, I know I see you were working on like a melody pack, something like that. Um, yeah. Um, I have a free loop kit dropping on Monday. Um, which is, I don't know the date on Monday, like the fourth uh, or fifth. 
Let's see. This Monday. Oh, not fourth or fifth. That was stupid. The 19th. I was thinking the end of the month. <laughs> I just know I'm about to get paid. I was thinking in pay periods. Um, we have a free loot kit dropping. Um, I have some major placements in the work. Oh. Um, I don't want to say too much right now just because I don't want to jinx it. Um, but like earlier this week, I had so a really a bigger artist listening to a pack of beats with my beats in it. And, um, you know, that happened a couple of times over the last month. Um, but yeah, right now I'm just really, you know, I've been working with uh, more industry people and stuff, just trying to get my foot into the door of the, uh, you know, major industry side of it. Right. And, um, you know, just trying to fucking, you know, trying to do that shit right now. Yeah, that's dope. I, I'll be honest. That's one side I've completely... Um... I don't know if avoided is the right word, but like, I just have, I never really looked into it. You know, I went for a couple of years of like, my beats were okay, you know, but like, I was like, I don't know if they're really it, you know, to be sitting to people. Um, but I do lately feel like, man, my beats are, are getting pretty good. And maybe I need mm-hmm. to look into this. Cause you know, you do see people are like, I'm sending a pack to so-and-so. And, and I do know it's all networking. It's all like, you know, you get your friends and I probably need to work on this more. I think I'm a little old for like producer Twitter, maybe. You know, like, uh, yeah. so it's kind of hard for me to be like as cool and friendly. Like I am friendly, but like, I'm just not one of these, like I'm commenting on everybody's tweets type person. And, um, but I understand like, that's very important, you know? So yeah. someday I um, look how, into it. how old are you? I'm 32. Oh, okay. Wait, so I'm 26. I'm so 33. I'm God damn. God, so good <laughs> math. I was like, Isn't wait, how it works, bro. The quarantine year just doesn't count, you know? And, uh, right. and I'll be honest, I feel basically the exact same as I did as 23. I look almost the exact same. Like I'm, I'm one of these rare people from high school that like, I actually weigh less than I did in high school. And, uh, so like, and I always had a baby face and it's like, I just don't look, I don't look that old. And, uh, you know, I feel pretty juvenile most times, I guess is the right, (laughs) right words. Yeah, no, I feel you. Um, but yeah, I feel, I understand like the whole not like being on the internet a lot or not wanting to be on Twitter a lot, but honestly, like, that's how I have gotten my foot in the door. Like we, with the opportunities that I have right now, like it wasn't even from me reaching out to people. It was from people reaching out to me. Right. Um, because I have such a, um, what's the word I'm, such a solid internet presence. You know, I'm just, um, I look at Twitter as a second job because like my, my girl gets mad at me cause I'm on Twitter so much, but I make a lot of money because of Twitter. And I made big connections because of Twitter, you know, like um, I was talking to, I don't want to say any names, but I was talking to somebody the other day, some stuff happened earlier this week. And, um, you know, he's a, a bigger industry producer and we've talked a few times. I bought a call about him once. And so uh, we're, we're pretty good acquaintances and, you know, I just DM'd about, DM'd him about it. And then we talked for a little bit and he gave me his fucking email and he was like, you know, don't give this out because I'd hire for, for collabs, but you know, here's this for you. So like, and that's just because I'm on Twitter all the time. I'm, I'm interacting with people all the time. I'm, you know, like I'm not, you know, I don't spam fucking links to beats or anything, but like, you know, I just, I'm just Drake on Twitter, you know, like I'm Drake all the time. Um, I'm, I'm me, what, you know, wherever, you know, I'm, what am I trying to say? I'm the same personality in real life that I am on Twitter. Right. Yeah. I, you know, like I try to do the same thing as well. And I think having a podcast helps, you know, like. I have a few fans that listen to all my shit, right? And they, if I say an opinion on something that may come off as like 
problematic like people that listen know me they're like no he didn't mean it like that you like and that's cool i enjoy that like i have internet friends and shit you know that like really know me through this um and so i i do think that's awesome i think it's really hard to to pull off because i think a lot of people do kind of come off as fake you know or you're like Mm -hmm. they don't they're fake but you're like well you're not like that in real life obviously you know (laughs) like this is your internet yeah so um well and something i like about you um and this is really random um i enjoy and we brought this up on the on this podcast because the episode of Dave, I don't know if you watch Dave or not, but I had this episode, Lil Dicky and Benny Blanco mm-hmm. and they're being kind of gay together, right? But they're like straight men, so it's not really gay. And anyway, I enjoy people that like kind of like you'll make some gay jokes, but like lean into it, you know, not like you're making fun of gay people, but like you'll no, say something that'll like make um a homophobic person uncomfortable. And I enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, for real. Like, um, you know, I don't know, like You can also tell from my internet presence that I'm very pro LGBTQ. Um, I have my little brother is gay. Um, I fight for their rights, you know, but I access as fuck because it's fucking fun. Um, You know, like, you you know, like, and that's just what I do. Like like I said a minute ago, like I am on Twitter, how I am in real life. And that's how I am in real life. You know, I went and met, you know, a couple months ago into Dallas and met a whole bunch of producer friends. And from the get go, like, it was just that's how it was the entire time because it's fucking funny and it's fun. Right. I, I really got to work on collabs more. When I first started producing, um, you know, shout out a dude in Oklahoma, actually disaster beats uh, or Oklahoma hit maker. I, don't know, I can't, you know, he has. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he lives down the road from me. Oh, yeah. He's actually in our, we have, we're in the same fraternity and he's my grand little and like he was my little's little in the fraternity. And I never even knew him until after we were both out of college and I started making beats. and He was like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, bro. Let's collab. So. Um, but we have like, and his, I don't think it's his wife. I think it's his baby mama. Uh, I used to work with her. So, um, yeah, anyway, he's dope. And, uh, me and him collabed once, but it was when I first started. So I was just thankful he did. And then it was like, you know, getting, you know, give me $10 here and there on a collab, you know, on a cheap sale or whatever. And so I was like, yeah, oh, I, it showed me the vision of like, oh yeah, I can see you could do this, man. And then like, I wasn't even trying to not trying to shit on him at all. I just think this is important for producers to know, especially young ones. Like, like I'm a rapper, but I listened to his beats and I was like, Oh, these aren't anything necessarily I would want, you know? And mm-hmm. then like, but he was making sales. Right. And it's like, that was kind of hard for me to grasp. But now that I'm here, I'm like, I make all kinds of beats that like almost all the beats I sell. I don't want first off, you know, like they're not even ones I would choose. <laughs> and so I'm like, yeah. people just have different preferences. And it's like, there is no, like you can make something you're like, this doesn't really hit, but I'm like fucking upload it, man. Like you never know. Like, I don't know. Exactly. Some people, you know, like, like um, Dude, I have people that buy like what I think are my shittiest beats off of me. Right. Yeah. And, you know, like the song slaps and everything. And I'm like, God damn, this fucking beat sucks, you know, but they like it. So upload that shit. Right. And then like, you know, you'll sell a beat that you made two years ago and you're like, what in the hell? You know, and I, cause I, wor- I think about taking it down and I do take down some old beats from time to time and uh, kind of rework them or, or mess with it. If I saw the project files and stuff like that. Um, but then, you know, I'll sell one that I put out two Christmases ago and I'm like, well, uh, I guess I should stop taking down the old ones. Like, right. I mean, like, I guess I'm shooting myself in the foot there. Um, I don't remember exactly where I was going at the beginning of that, but goddamn producer world, man. Um, oh, collapse. So I collabed with him and you know, that sold some. And then I've, there was this guy from England. I'm going to be real honest. This is probably a way over gen generic uh stereotype or whatever but i don't have good luck with people from england i don't know they just don't like me for some reason so anyway try to work with this guy from england on some beats and what i've learned just in general in the producer community is when someone says they want to collab what they really mean is they want you to send them melody loops yeah 
that's like whenever it's like someone's like, hey, I want to collab. That's what they mean. And so when I was first starting, I was fine with that because my drum sucked. But now I kind of feel like my melodies suck and my drums are okay. So now I'm like, well, no, man, you send me melodies. So, um, so like the way I've seen it or the way I do it or look at it, you know, like, um, like my drums are really good. Um, like I'm a drummer in real life. So like my drums are good, but like my melodies are also good. So if a bigger producer is reaching out to me and they're like, yo, I want to collab or whatever, or I buy a collab, like I expect to send the melody. Right. But like if somebody, you know, it hits me up and they're like, yo, let's collab. Or if somebody buys a collab off me, um, then they're sending me melodies because I want to do the drums. I make melodies so much. Like whenever someone hits me about collabing, I mean, and damn it, ADHD. Um, whenever somebody, you know, hits me about collabing, a lot of the time I'll have them send me melodies, but like I send them too, you know, like there's a reason why I put out free melody kits is because you know, if you want my melodies or my kits, but if you want to collab with me, I'm going to do the drums and upload it to my fucking store and we're going to sell some beats. Right. And I agree with that statement of whoever uploads the drums, it goes to their store. Like, that's just how, in my opinion, it should work. I know I've seen that yeah. small debate as well. Um, I, there's one producer, I believe it was the smoke, uh, the smoke 1985, I believe his name on Twitter. And me and him did a collab thing. And I think I like the way we did. We just each sent each other a melody. Right. And then uh, and then it makes you competitive about sending the melody like you want yours to be like better than the melody they're going to send you. And then uh, I remember I sent him one like with the layers and then he sent his like all together. He goes, oh, man, I'll, I'll get the track out. So I'm like, no, man, it's fine. Like, but he got all like, you know, worried like, oh, I didn't do it right. I'm like, no, it's cool, man. Um, yeah, for sure. And like one rule of thumb, if you're sending melody, send the fucking stems <laughs> or stem, stem the stem the melody out at the end. That's what I do. Yeah. And I've seen something new that I used to not do. Like I would always wrap the reverb around. So it just sounds like one loop. Like if you play it, it's one loop. But I've seen where people now want you to leave the tail. Like just do a do whatever your four, eight bar, whatever it is, and then leave your your tail of the reverb. And then it's up to whoever gets it to cut it. And I'm like, ooh, I don't know. That's that's new to me. But I did see people suggesting that. So what I do is I you know, say I have three or four sounds in the loop. I just like make it like a 12 bar or 16 bar loop. But at the end of the loop, I stem the whole thing out. So like rather than exporting stems, cause it's a whole lot more room, you know, there's a lot more that be, you know, on people's computer. Um, I just stem the beat out at the, or the stem, the stem the loop out at the very end of it. I see if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like once you'll, you know, you'll get my new loop kit. Once you download that, you'll understand what I'm, you yeah. just kind of see what I'm saying. I will definitely check it out. I'm at a weird uh, break of making beats right now um, that I, I just made myself take. So I'm trying to be in rapper mode and finish my my album I'm working on. And um, the way I name my beats is I started at like A1, A2, A3, A4, and then all the way up to like Z10. You know, like I just used the alphabet uh-huh. and then I restarted at AA and then AB. And so anyway, I got to the end of the, the double digit A's or some shit. And so I was like, here's a good place to take a break. <laughs> And I haven't actually made a beat in like two weeks. And this is the longest I've went maybe ever since I've started making beats, not of not starting a new beat. If that makes yeah. Sense. And that's, that's okay. Like, right. I have, you know, I have weeks, I have weeks where I don't fucking make anything. Like I have weeks where like, um, making beats sounds terrible and everything I cut up with, I hate. I'm like, I need to take a little break from doing sex for a little bit. Right. Well, I also find that, uh, I mean, I'm sure every producer, I, I just get in grooves, you know, like I used to be really good at just every beat sounded so different. 
Um, but uh-huh. now I'm like, and I know Code of the Friends like problematic at the moment, but like I really enjoy his music and those type of beats. And so like I'll just find myself like 20 beats straight all sound like that. You know, and I'm like, fuck. All right. I need to. <laughs> I gotta get my head off that. Already. Oh yeah, bro. That's how that's how I am with the little TJ beats or probably G beats. Like, you, if you go through my Twitter, you'll see the amount of piano shit I have on there. Like, that's my favorite shit to do. Right. Yeah, and that's I need to get back on melodics. You know, I used to do my daily melodics training and try to learn a little piano. You know, with my MIDI keyboard, and then mm-hmm. it got to where it was just like too hard you know like i wasn't good at guitar hero either back in the day like i could never do all five buttons and so i just am like trying to follow along and i have my little stickers on my mini keyboard um and every once in a while i'll pull off something cool but it's almost always an accident you know and it's like let's do dude i i do that so much <laughs> even like with laying down hi-hats bro like I'll like accidentally play something somewhere and i'm like oh shit that sounds so fucking cool right that fucking dump <laughs> dump the last however many minutes thing on FL is like my savior, man. I don't know. You can dump like, you know, you just like play around and then it's like, Oh fuck, I need to dump that. And then I'll go through what I just did and see if I can find where it's at. Oh yeah. Uh, big, big fan of it. Um, so what else do you do outside of music? Uh, I play a lot of Warzone. Hell yeah. Um, that's really it. <laughs> Hang out with my kid and work and my girlfriend. Right. Um, that's really it. You know, like I work so much at my job and, you know, I just have shit going on so much. So I don't really, uh, I don't really do anything. Um, right now I'm kind of focused on getting myself out of working and getting my girlfriend out, out of working and it's getting fucking rich. And so, um, like, yeah, that's really it is video games and music. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm the same way. I mean, I wish I had better plans to get rich. You know, I understand I guess at least I understand my problems in life, right? Like I, I can get motivated to be creative, but it's hard for me to get motivated in like that hustler way, right? Of like, I'm out here just making money. Like, I don't know. I just, for whatever reason, I don't have that most of the time in me. And, uh, or like if someone, and this is uh, something horrible, especially as a producer, like I'll have a beat and it'll be like a friend and like, Hey, I love that beat. And I'm like, Oh, you can just have it. And I'm like, God damn it. I, I got to sell beats. Like that's what I do. Yeah. I kind of quit giving them away just because the people are like, I like it. No, I feel that I, uh, you know, the, my first EP and first album, um, I gave him like 90% of the beats, but he's also like my homie. So like, I was like, I really like this. He needs a good artist. So I was like, he's really fucking good. He can help me build my career. So like, why not give him the beats, all the beats for this album for free? You know, that way we can both grow together. Right. Yeah. I, I try to pull off a mixture at the moment. Um, the way I do it is I make a beat and then it goes into what I call the decision folder. And then I, once I have like 10 or however many in the decision folder, I just listen through them. And then whatever first comes to mind is what I do. I rather put them in my store. If it, for, if it just speaks to me that I need to sell it, uh, that's where it goes. If I feel like I want to keep it, then it goes in the for me folder. And then mm-hmm. uh, anyone that's ever bought a beat, maybe not anyone, but people that have bought a beat that I'm like friendly with, uh, there, you know, there are times I'll make a beat and I'm like, you know what? It sounds like perfect for them. I'm just going to give it to them because they bought a beat from me before. You know, like that has definitely yeah, happened. Sure. And then I've, it's been the other way where it's someone that's never bought a beat from me. But I'm like, you know what? They're a friend. I'll see if they want this one because I just think it sounds like something they they could do. Um, but once I make that decision, I'm kind of like, well, that's where it's at. You know, like if I put it in my store, I do try to be like, well, that's in my store. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it went past whatever gate in my mind to where I'm like, well, it can't go back now. <laughs> Yeah, no, and and like in all reality, like giving away free beats, like 
like I don't give random motherfuckers free beats just Agreed. because they, you know, or like people ought to expect free beats. Like I don't do that shit at all. But like giving away free beats is underrated as fuck because all it does is build your catalog and you can tell more and more people, hey, I made this song. I, you know, you could have thirty songs in your fucking catalog right, because you gave away some beats rather than having five in your catalog. Everybody's like, why the fuck would I buy your beats? Or you know, like what's special about you? You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I mean, this year alone, I think I've already had um, like three or four EPs made of just my beats um, that I gave oh, to yeah. people. I just started sounding like beat packs of people that were interested. And that's the other thing. I don't, I've so far only sent beat packs to people that I, I've had communication with. They know they're getting it, you know, and it's exclusive for them. Um, but I do know people do send out beat packs to just people and like, hey, if you want any. And I get so weirded out about that of like, I guess I'm worried they're going to be stolen, but who cares? I guess on the other end, I don't know. Well, the thing is, hold on. Kind of hit my vape. The thing is, um, if it's quote unquote stolen, there's so many ways for you to get that motherfucking song taken down. And also, if they steal your beat, they're probably not going to be make doing that much with the song. Like, you know, like people that give a fuck about their music and care about their craft, they're buying their beats. Right. You know, people that go on YouTube and steal the beats or you know steal out or whatever like what's 1000 streams or you know what i'm saying like you're not missing out on anything right you know what i'm saying but but in all reality like you could go after them and get the song taken down if you really wanted to but like the way i see it is if somebody steals them like i've had so far i've seen one which there could be more but one guy stole a beat off of youtube and i was like yo i'm gonna get this shit taken down and i listened to it and it was ass i was like well this is not going anywhere at all. So I'm just not even going to go through the sweat of trying to get this song taken down. Right. I mean, you know, I do think there's value in letting people have free downloads. Uh, you know, I mean, when I first started rapping for years and years, all I did was go to SoundClick, download free, free beats that would have tags on them, you know, and now I'm all like, mm-hmm. I also randomly go Johnny Giuliano, you know, cause I remember, yeah. Spanish, you know, superstar. Oh, like all that shit. Like I still remember them. Like if I wanted to go buy beat now, I might look them up. Um, you know, so I do think there is some value there. Um, and uh, I was going to say uh, something else, random producer world, I'm sure you've come across. Um, I've only come across it once is someone hit me up and say, hey, can you remake this beat? And then they'll send me like um, someone's beat on their beat store page. And I'll be like, oh, that yeah. beats $30. Just buy it. And yeah, then, I've had it happen to me a couple of times and I told them no. Yeah. The one time I, mean, I was like, I was just like, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Right. It, it's. I think there is a, a principal stance. My other thing was like, what do you think I'm going to charge you to remake that beat? Like it's $30 right now. Like you could just like, buy it from that person. Literally. Like, I'm charging at least a hundred dollars because I'm making a custom beat for you. Right. Like buy the beat off their store. Very but uh, Back to the free download. Cause yeah. I had something to say, um, like all my MP3s are up for free download. Like I, every beat that I have, the MP3 lease is free. Nice. Um, and that's because, you know, like a lot of people, you know, like I saw uh, DJ Payne. He uh, he tweeted about it once. Um, you know, like, you know, people can go to your store and be like, man, I fuck with this beat, but I don't know if I can record a good song on it. So if you have that beat up for free download MP3 and they write a song and they like get a little demo recorded or, or you know, practice over it. And they're like, oh, shit, I actually really fucking like this beat. So they end up going back and buying the stems or the exclusive or whatever they might want to get. Right. And you know what I mean? 
I do have free downloads on all mine. I don't know if it's part of an MP3 lease. You know, I honestly, I wouldn't probably throw a big fit if someone, you know, like you were saying earlier, if I came across a song, I was just like, hey, I just would have loved to hear it. You know, I want to hear what it sounded like. Yeah. Because I think that's an annoying part of being a producer is when people don't send you the song to hear. You're like, um, dude, for real. You think I don't care about what this third Right. Um, I will literally promote that bitch on my social media platform and get you more plays and in turn make both of us more money. Right. I'm slowly <laughs> building my playlist on Spotify of, you know, songs that were produced by me so that I can mm-hmm. like, look at all these cool songs. Uh, but yeah, man, fucking internet. Uh, would you, you track train, beat stars, or what's your preferred place? Uh, I use track train. I, but I in all reality, like, I don't like post beats that often on my store, um, which I need to more. But like, I sell 90% of my shit through snippets. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But yeah, I sell almost all my beats through snippets on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. But I really need to start um, uploading beats more because like, I had like a good month where I was uploading a beat almost every single day. And I was getting hella free downloads and like, that's literally, I can just add that to my email list, you know, like I need to be doing that shit. I'm and uh, utilizing YouTube and stuff. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm shitty at YouTube. I, I do upload video beat videos there. They don't do very well. Cause I don't tag them well. And then I need to also yeah. utilize email lists. I mean, that's something I've heard of, but as someone who gets a bunch of emails from people who I know I never gave my email to, I don't want to be one of those people. So like, you know, I just have never really looked into it, but I understand that what I understand is like one of the biggest keys is having. A yeah, I mean, with. and the thing is, like, um, I'm not like asking my friends like, hey, do you have any rappers emails or right. anything like that? Like there are people that are coming to me and buying my beats or going to my store and downloading my beats or whatever. So I have their email. So like, and I'm like, don't get me wrong. I don't even have an email list yet. Like that's something that I'm about to start doing. Right. But like, if they if they give me their email, they are going to be on my email list. Right. And uh, as know. far as the, the beat store, I tried track train for a minute. Uh, you know, I uploaded a couple beats. I really hated their layout and they made me upload an MP3. And at the time, I, I saved everything as wave files. And I was like, God uh-huh. damn it. So I had to go read. I just went and convert them all or whatever. And uh, I just remember for whatever reason, it was a big pain. And then I thought beat stars was just easier to use. But I've people kind of have turned on beat stars. I paid up for a year. I don't know when that runs out exactly. Um, so, you know, we'll see at the end of that year. But in my mind, I have thought about just taking that money and just getting like a Squarespace website or something and then mm-hmm. just posting beats on my own website. I think they normally have some sort of marketplace uh, through those websites, to my understanding. Again, I haven't really looked into it and wondering if if that would be a better route, you know, having your own website and you sell from there as opposed to using someone else's website, like in general, mm-hmm. I like that idea. But then whenever I wake up and I sold a beat to someone in fucking Australia, I've never talked to and they just found it through beat stars. I'm like, okay, well that's too valuable. I can't. <laughs> yeah. For real. I don't know. I, uh, so track train has like their layouts a lot better now. Um, awesome. there was like, it looked like the there's, 90s. Been, there's been updates and stuff <laughs> when I was, yeah, no, right. But yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Um, like I want to say like six months ago, they didn't update to their store and everything. And like uploading beats is so much easier on track train in my opinion. And, um, you can go through on track train and adjust the price to single, like beat just one beat if you wanted to. Right. Um, with beat stars, you can't that I know of. No, you can. Uh, uh, oh, can you, can you? Yeah. 
Yeah, there, well, there is talking a, shit. Yeah, there is a default, like it defaults to whatever you say you want that license to be. But once you're uh-huh. editing that one specific track, you can change it. Now, oh, word. I get annoyed that I can't, like if I want to go change the price of like every beat I uploaded before 2020 or whatever, like there's not an easy way to do that. Like, I yeah. wish there was a way I could just select everything here, you know, like a bolt grab and then change all these prices. Uh, you know, so there are definitely things I wish uh, all these stores would have. But wh- wherever people are buying beats is where I want to be. Like, I don't really I'm not, uh, you know, a band fan. You know, I don't care about the f- either one of them, you know, but if, be, if like yeah. a rapper was like, hey, I buy beats at this place. Could you upload it there? Whatever. I'd be like, hell yeah, man, let's do it. Um, but I do know there are people on there online who hate beat stars so i don't know what they did but i know there are there is that group of people oh yeah for sure like i don't i've seen people from like ceos at beat stars do some fuck shit like on twitter and stuff and just like you know if if you're that rich and your platform is that successful why do you care what people on twitter say about you right um but like like I don't really give a fuck. I just use I just like track trains because it's not as saturated yet, and you know, like Beat Stars, there's so many fucking people on there, right? Yeah. Um, and, and bots, to me, like it, to me, it was yeah, lots of fucking bots. And on track train, it's invite code right. only, so like you don't have any of that shit there. Right. Well, maybe someday I'll work on my track train uploading. You know, get some shit back up there. Yeah check it out and in all reality use both you know like right. why the fuck why why not like you know like i have you know um my homie shout out all truth um you know he uses sound click and track train i'm pretty sure oh i've um, i sound click because that was like i started on sound click you know with my age like i got on sound click as a rapper like a month after soldier boy blew up off of SoundCloud. Oh, fuck. And so like I remember like me being on the forums as like a 18, 19 year old kid. And then people just pissed about Soldier Boy blowing up because they all hated him. Like he used to be in the forums uh-huh. talking shit and they all told him he sucked and then he blew up and they were still talking shit, you know. And I just remember thinking yeah. it was like also crazy, like early internet shit. And then like, yeah, I would go browse all those beats, you know, and then yeah, people told me they still sell, you know, they make sales through uh sound That's what, and I was uh, like, oh shit, I didn't realize. That's what Gummy Beats uses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He sent me up before. He has some uh, course that he sells that I always want to buy because I want to know how to get my songs in fucking Netflix. But I never want to, you know, pay for these goddamn courses. No, I feel that there. You know, there's <laughs> that one guy on Instagram that has Bob's DMU. And he's like, they're like, yo, I just listened to your music and it's fucking fire. Blah, blah, blah. Like, suck my dick. But there are certain people like I trust Gummy Beats. Um, he seems like a genuine guy. Um, like I would buy his course. Um, but you know, there are certain people, you know, I've bought, um, you know, uh, throw Tobin. Yeah. Shout out throw Tobin. I, you know, I, ha- I have his book, uh, Jordan Lumley. I have his book. Um, and then, you know, like Monique, you know, Monique winning. Uh, yeah, she used to be my friend. You know, there's these people, I'm not trying to hate on her specifically, but there are people that follow you and then unfollow you on Twitter. And then those uh-huh. same people, will like complain about people doing that, but there are a lot of people that have followed and unfollowed me that are all that seem like good people. So I must've pissed them off some way, you know? <laughs> well, um, I know for sure. I want to say in the middle of last year, she made a new Twitter. Oh, then that, that might be what happened there. Uh, yeah, for sure. Which, yeah, which like we're, we're not best friends or anything, but yeah. she has an ebook. Is what I was getting at that, um, 
I plan on buying uh, in the near future. So like, you know, like I, I get not wanting to, but just, you just got to find trustworthy people. Right. Um, you know, for sure. It's just like anything else, uh, you know, like even in a way, less, less stakes way. Like, uh, you know, when I'm first trying to make beats, you know, I'm looking up YouTube tutorials, right? Like I think a lot of people mm-hmm. do. That's kind of how I taught myself. And oh, I taught myself, I spent hours watching shit that now in hindsight was wrong. You know, like I had to go yeah. through it, you know, I had to go through it and learn it and then unlearn it and then whatever. But like, you know, so even like that was like, I trusted the wrong YouTube tutorial guy, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Facts. And so, uh, you know, it, it just lessons learned. I don't know, like recently, I've mentioned this on this podcast. Uh, the homie Omnison Art, he hit me up and was like, "Hey, you need to download this plugin called Fresh Air uh, for your vocal chain. It's gonna be awesome." And so I downloaded this one plugin, and instantly, like everyone, just tell me how awesome my mixes are. And so I had mm-hmm. to tell them, like, my friend Omnison Art told me to download this plugin. Like, I don't know, I feel weird just taking credit for it because I'm like, no, one plugin did this. You know, let me let me spread the word with you, or whatever. Yeah, so, for sure. Um. Anyway, fucking internet world. So uh, one thing I do want to touch on is you have a friend, maybe frenemy is the right word. I'm not quite sure. Uh, but y'all have a fun play on the whole Drake and Josh thing. So there's this guy named Josh, but he spells it all fucked. Uh, and Oh, yeah. Fuck that guy. And uh, you know, he was going to be on this podcast. I'd made an announcement. There's two people one month, a few months ago, was going to be on here. He was going to be on. And then Anthony Kelly, who I was also very excited about. And both of them ghosted me in the same month. And after that, I quit letting people new people call in and then I've slowly let it, let them back in. Um, so yeah. I know y'all are homies. So if he hears this, I just want him to know that we're still pissed that he goes to the podcast. <laughs> um, honestly with him, I'm sure it wasn't on purpose. Yeah. He seems um, like a nice enough guy. He is. Josh is okay. So let's get it out of the way. Josh is my best friend. Um, like all the shit talk on Twitter is obviously not real. Right. Um, but yeah, I can tell you like, like I know him and I can tell you that it wasn't on purpose at all. If, if that happened. Um, but yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, piece of shit. Um, but yeah. So it was y'all's little, y'all had a loop kit was Drake versus Josh, you know? So, uh-huh. uh, and, uh, is that what like kind of helped that when I, I guess that was the first time I came across you maybe, um, you know, and I just, I'll be honest. I, I've said this to other people too. Like if you're from Oklahoma and you make anything that's hip hop music, I'm going to want to be your fan and friend, you know, like I'm going to be rooting yeah. for you or whatever. Cause I, I mean, maybe that's bias or whatever. That's just kind of how it is. So I remember kind of keeping an eye on you then. And then it seemed like that loop kit uh, did pretty well. Yeah, it did really fucking well. The first one, um, we made over a thousand dollars off on it. Hell yeah. That's bad. And it was like, dude, it was all him. <laughs> like, uh, I think I sold three kits right <laughs> like he's just he's just a businessman and you know he uh he's not afraid to call dm people or anything you know he just fucking if if they like you know this is a good sales tactic for anybody listening to this too you know if you post about a fucking loot kit or whatever and somebody likes it like bookmark that tweet or whatever it is and you know whatever you drop it you know hey i have this loot kit out people like the tweet fucking dm them yo you know, are you interested in this loop kit? You know, whatever, or whatever it might be. Right. And that's what he did. You know, he, uh, he did that shit and we made a lot of fucking money. Like I remember, um, I didn't have like any money in my bank account at the time. And I was like, Hey bro, can you send me? Cause I was trying to wait until like, we were like kind of done making sales on it. Cause you know, at some point it plateaus 
And um, so I was like, hey, bro, can you send me like some of that money for the loop kit? He's like, yeah, I got you. And I got like $500 in PayPal, my PayPal. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, how the fuck do we do this? Right. You know, like, it's crazy. Yeah, that's badass, man. Um, well, I hope the next time I know the next one's free, but hopefully it does well as well. You know, brings people around. Um, oh, yeah, I'll be pushing it and, you know, sending it to my uh, industry friends and everything, too. It's like it's Luke Kid, bro. Like, man, fucking God. Polo G, Will TJ, somebody is going to be using a beat that is made from this Luke Kit. Like on their next album, I'm telling you it's happening. Well, and so like, like, for instance, when you send out these loop kits, uh, like if I, cause I've gotten loop kits from friends for free, you know, and they're like, Hey man, you could just have this. And now to me, if someone gives me one for free, then you're going to get a percentage. If I put that in my store or whatever, you know, like, I don't know. I just, that's how it works. But I do know a lot of loop kits are like, you don't owe me anything and stuff. And I kind of, I don't know. I always feel uncomfortable with it. Cause what if it does blow up and this person putting that thing, I don't know. What I mean. Like, I just kind of want to give everyone their dues and it, it'd be cool. So like, how do you go? About yeah. All that? So mine's it's 50 percent um you know like if you make like a little 30 dollar beat sale with my loop or whatever i'm not going to come after you and be like where's my fucking money um but uh if you use my loop kits even if you pay for them it's uh 50 royalties especially on uh you know with bigger artists and stuff right well i mean i, I mean i think that's fair enough I, as long as you know, I see people that do complain on the other side of like, how am I supposed to keep up with who it is? And I'm always like, I don't think that's hard at all. Like I say, like, so let's say if you send me a loop kit and I make a beat with it, I will in parentheses put Drake, you know, with the V and all yeah. that. And so like now forever, I will know that beat will use your melody. Like it's not that hard, but I do see people complain about like, how am I supposed to keep up with whose loop it is? It's like, um, okay. well, the way you keep up with whose loop it is like with my loop, um, you know, um, this next one that's coming out, my last one was called Chiba, and uh, it's all like uppity, bouncy type stuff, because yeah, I'm a fucking pothead. So um, it was like, you know, Sativa Strange are supposed to keep you awake and everything. And so like that whole loop kit was all like electronic-y, like um, hyper pop type stuff. And um, I'm going to get to the point of what I'm saying here in a second. Um, and, you know, my new one is called Indica. So it's all like, piano stuff and like sad stuff you know like just because that's what comes to my mind because you know indica is supposed to make you sleepy right and so you know um you know um is the next one gonna fucking, be hybrid yes yes nice. um but what i'm getting at is you know like one of the loops is you know blue dream and then the key bpm and then in parent and then at the very end uh drag beats right you know so like you know, one tip I have for anybody sending out loops, like put your name in the fucking loop. That way people know it's you. Yeah, it's a good plan. Good plan. They're using it. I need to, I'm, I'm going to eventually work on loops. You know, I've never been a person that could really sit down and, and make loop. I mean, I have, I, I had this producer challenge thing here on the podcast last year where we were sending out uh, like loop packs or we'd send out a song for people to chop up and make beats out of. And I made a melody loop pack and I was like really excited about it. And like, no one really cared. And then I made another one and then like less people cared. And I was like, you know what? I'm just not a loop maker. You know, maybe that's just not my, my thing. Maybe I'm not good at it. You know, like my first couple of kits, nobody gave a fuck. You know, like my first loop kit, it was called the beginner's luck loop kit. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Um, my first loop kit, man, I think I sold like two, you know, like 
it happens like it's okay you know you just gotta fucking keep doing it because like if you give up then how do you know that your next one isn't going to sell 100 copies right you know like like your next loop kit could have the fucking loop that gets you the placement or you know like giving up isn't a fucking option you know like not doing it which that's for me you know i'm not saying anything about you that's not what i'm saying but you know like giving up and not doing it isn't an option so like if you want to make it in this industry, you have to fucking do it. Whether you do, you would make 10 loop kits that have zero, that do that does nothing. And then on your 11th loop kit, that, that could be the one, you know, like, you know, I listen to uh, Gary V a lot and, you know, he's like, I don't want to, he's like, I don't want to be, you know, a hundred wins and no losses. I want to be 142 wins and 93 losses because those losses are what help you with the wins. You're like, okay, I know what I did wrong here. I, you know, I can go back and fix it next time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, completely. completely. And then um, I had a couple more loop questions since we're on loops. Now, you know, I've, I guess I'm like three years now into making beats or so. And um, I went through the phase as well as I think a lot of producers do where you're like, loops are cheating. You know, like maybe my, during my first year, I understood um, that idea anyway, but I've definitely come around to where I'm like, nothing's cheating. And everyone that gives you any rule outside of tune your 808 which is a rule you probably should do i think um i guess yeah. none of it matters like none of it matters you know like and so i you could be given the same i mean like me and you can have the same loops and we're gonna make different beats like i don't know yeah and so like i just it, i it is hard for me to see people still like just dying on the hill especially because hip-hop is started off sample based right like i literally i lost my record player this week to a storm these fucking oklahoma storms um, but before that I would rip some vinyls, you know, and I would just fucking love it. Like, I'm not even that good at it, but I'm like, I need to learn. Like, this is hip hop, you know, it's fucking ripping vinyls and, and do it sampling and shit. And so like for hear people being like lubes are cheating and they think they make hip hop music. It just blows my mind. Okay. So, uh, for real, I don't give a fuck who I offend. Whoever says <laughs> loops is cheating can suck my fucking dick. Um, they are fucking stupid. Like their favorite record has a melody loop on it from somebody else putting drums on it using loops isn't cheating using loops is how you collaborate with other people like what the fuck do you think you know what i'm saying like what the fuck like i make my own loops and i also use other people's loops like a lot of the time whenever i make beats i'm using somebody else's loop just because i can drag and drop it you know like fuck fuck you like not you but yeah. like the royal you dude, yeah like if you say loops is cheating fuck you like I don't give a fuck. Right. I say I say it on Twitter all the time. You know, like I do not care if you say loops is cheating, then you're in the wrong fucking game. Well, and for I honestly, to me, it's just about your own personal preference and journey. And like I just don't, I don't care what other people do necessarily. Like all that, right? So like for me, if I've made three beats in a row where I've made the the melody myself like all from scratch that I'm like, fuck it. I'm using a loop this time. Cause I'm tired of that shit. And if I've noticed I've used loops for like however many in a row, I'm like, Oh, I better get down there and make an original one. So I don't get rusty. You know, like, but that's a, that's a me. Thing. No. Yeah. That's and that's, that's okay. Me. Right. And you know, like if you don't use loops ever, that's cool too. But if you come out and say that if you're a producer who uses loops, like blah, 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 like talk shit about it. then fuck you, man. Like what? Like, are you mad that I'm making money? Right. Like, exactly. sorry that you're not making fucking beat sales because you refuse to collaborate with people. Like, ugh. yeah, I... that that's a sensitive topic. No, I'm just kidding. But um, 
yeah, those, those people are idiots. I don't, I don't care. And I will say, typically, the people I see complaining about it are people I do not see making money from music. Exactly. Uh, you know, take that however you want. But that is typically how it goes. Um, but yeah, man, I, I had one more thing on loops. So I, don't, I don't fucking remember. Oh, my just since you are, you know, a pretty good loop maker these days. Uh, what is your general? How many sounds do you go for in, in your melody loops? Uh, it depends on the loop. Um, like with the piano loops I've been doing, I want the piano to be the main driving factor. Um, so, you know, like I do a lot of vocal chop stuff. So like I'll do a piano and vocal and that'll be it. Or I'll do piano, guitar and vocal. Um, you know, like, you know, three or four sounds is typically what I do, but I've also done loops with like five or six sounds. Right. Yeah. You know, it just really depends because like, you know, you can, like, I have, a my homie, uh, prod by Kelso. Um, he's really fucking talented. And whenever he sends me loops, it's, there's literally like 10 sounds, but uh, there's one main sound or one or two main sounds and every other sound is hitting like once, you know, it's doing one, like, you know, like he does a lot of, uh, you know, he'll send me piano stuff. There'll be like a guitar bin, like, bing! you know what I'm saying? Like just one time throughout it or, you know, or a little, a little flute roll or something like he's really, I, I admire him for the way he does his loops because he's so good at using a bunch of different instruments and layering stuff but not making it sound like too much. Right. I enjoy it, man. Uh, I don't, my, my biggest cheat that I use these days is uh, I like MIDI midis a lot. I just think uh, uh -huh. they're the best. You can just drop on all these cool fucking uh, instruments. And so I just like, uh, you know, I'll make my main melody and then whatever counter melody, I'll just take it off a of MIDI that's in the same key, drop it on like a uh -huh. guitar and then drop it on uh like a nostalgic ass keyboard and then drop it like use the same thing and just like every four bars it changes to a different instrument just playing the same thing it's like a cool call and response thing um, oh yeah but it like tricks people right that don't know anything they're like listen to all that that's going on you're like no it's just the same thing over and over with different instruments but so it's like simple but it's also like complex i guess just to the layman if you will um yeah for sure so it's been an easy way because for me as a rapper, I honestly, I enjoy a good simple beat. You know, like I'm going to, mm -hmm. I'll change my flow up. And I think simple beats are for rappers that have, they can flow a little bit. And I think complex beats are for rappers that don't really have the flow, right? They're just kind of talking, you know, and that's, I think they all work for everybody. You just got to find what you fit best on and, uh, and work on it. Oh yeah, for sure. All right. And then last thing, uh, do you have any like you music as you as an artist? I know you sing because I've heard some of that before. Um, is that anything mm -hmm. you actively work on? Yeah. Um, so I only have one song out right now and it's called a uh, glow up. Um, but it's definitely not the direction I'm going with my music. Um, but I have like six songs recorded. I'm just waiting. To put, I'm waiting on for them to get mixed and mastered and uh, for me to put them out. Like I've had like four songs recorded for a year that are not yet, um, but I'm just kind of been waiting. And, you know, like I didn't have money to pay my engineer for the mixing and mastering for a while because 2020 was a bitch. But um, him and I worked out a deal recently, so I'll be having more songs out soon. But yeah, I'm pursuing artists just as, you know, maybe a little bit less, but, you know, I'm pursuing artists as well as pursuing being a producer as well. Just it's like it's a different outlet you know i uh i suffer with um really bad depression and um 
I've been, I've been through it, you know, and I've, you know, I'm very open about it because I like t- telling people that, um, other people go through the same shit as them. So, um, you know, like I've had nights where I thought I was going to kill myself and stuff. And so like, you know, as much, uh, as generic as emo rap got, um, I'm talking about things that I actually went through and a lot of my music, and you know, like, don't get me wrong. Like I have turn up songs and shit as well. Like I, I'm not just making sad music, but, um, it's just the outlet for, I use to get out my emotions like that is, is music, right. you know, or is, is right. Is being an artist, you know, writing songs rather than making a beat. Right. I would say probably artists wise, we're probably pretty similar. Cause my, my music is definitely number one. I'm a pothead. Number two, vaginas are cool number three i'm depressed (laughs) number four i still think i'm pretty cool you know like that's more or less the vibes i i'm always throwing out there um and i even my i have friends are like don't necessarily love the depressing shit but i'm like i love it like i enjoy when i write something that hits so close to home it'll give me chills you know like that's literally like it's the best i i have one specific song unreleased song or two unreleased songs that like all if i'm in the right like if I'm in the mood, like I will fucking cry because like of where I was whenever I wrote the song. Right. You know, I have, I have one song where I literally cried while recording it, you know, and I'm, I'm okay with saying that men cry. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm also for men crying. I will say I don't cry as much as I should because I was, you know, I had one of those grandfathers that would look at me and be like, you better draw those tears. Men don't cry. And so like that's instilled in me somewhere to where like it's just hard for me to. But I'm totally mm-hmm. cool with men crying. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you. I uh, I I I didn't have uh, any grandpas growing up because they were they were deceased. But right. um, so like I didn't have to deal with that shit. And, um, you know, I I haven't always been a crier. Like, I mean, I guess, uh, yeah, I can think of, actually, yeah. If I'm, I get I'm emotional, like, uh, even when I was a kid, as long if I get emotional, I just can't handle it. But I think it's, I've, I've had this whole, like, I'm probably got undiagnosed ADHD. You know, when you're an adult and in your thirties, they start coming on the internet telling you you had ADHD. If you have these symptoms, I'm like, oh, wow, shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I probably just could, I just probably couldn't handle some certain shit, you know, but uh, as a, an adult now, I'm very like, I can go emotionless immediately. Like, I don't know, something mm-hmm. I've learned. <laughs> No, I feel you. Yeah, I uh, I also also, you know, like I said earlier, I suffer from ADHD and uh, my dad didn't believe in it. And um, I was undiagnosed until I was like 22 or 23. Oh, shit. And so like um, I went almost my entire life. And so now in my adult life, it affects me tremendously in negative way. You know, with, you know if it comes like, mainly with forgetting because, you know, ADHD uh, forgetfulness is a huge huge factor in it and um i shit a lot and like even if like i'm at work someone buys a beat for like a and pay probably the money or whatever i'll be like yeah bro i'll send that shit to you after work and then like i'll forget like i'll tell myself every fucking day whenever i get home i am sending him that beat and then i get home and don't send him that beat and i'm like yo i'm so fucking i'll end up sending him like one or two extra beats just because i fucked up you know but like and i'm like yo yo I promise I'm not intending to forget. I didn't just steal your fucking money. Like it, it is a fucking problem. And right. so like, you know, once I get health insurance again, cause I turned 26 this year. So I got dropped off my parents' health insurance. So once I turn, get health insurance again, I'm definitely going to go to back to the doctor and get, um, try to get medicated for it again. Cause it's, it's a problem. 
Right. Well, I just remember in college, uh, I got some Adderall and was like, I feel amazing. <laughs> like, this is great. Like, I can oh, do some shit. I can do some shit. And not, not even the, the experimental druggie in me like, saying it. Like, Adderall is so fucking good. Like, the only thing I hate about it is how dehydrated it makes me feel. Right. Um, but, like, dude, it helps me so much. Yeah. And, best- like, even before I knew I had ADHD, I just knew, like, if I was going to deep clean out work, I would take an Adderall and it would just like, boom, you know, I would be focused as fuck. And right. I was like, oh, and then I realized this is how pe- normal people feel all the time. Right. Exactly. Like, exactly. Uh, you know, and I've tried to explain on my podcast before to the homie CJ Jones, what he called in, because he's also in a depressive individual like me. And uh, so we kind of talk about it. And something I talk about, I don't think it's like a real mental disorder, but it's it's the way my brain works. And I get obsessed with this whole idea that everyone's brain kind of works different, you know, but like. Uh-huh. I'm constantly talking to myself. Like even when you were talking there, like in my head, I'm still talking to myself. Like, Oh yeah, me too. You know, like I'm always like, what's next? What's next? Or like if I'm driving down the road in my car and I'm like listening to nothing, I would still be like, but if I was on Conan O'Brien and he was interviewing me on a couch, I would respond. Like I would just start like, I'm just always thinking and talking about shit that, and I'd bring it up mm-hmm. to some people and they're like, yeah, that's not how my brain works. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like I just can't shut it off. I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, some people don't even have an internal monologue. Now that's nuts. It's crazy. Like, did you? Yeah, like some people do not have the voice in their head. Oh, see, like they, me, they don't have it at all. I definitely thought everyone had that. Like, uh, so you, did I. You know, not to get too much into religion because I know I offend some people. Like, I remember when I finally realized, like, I'm that person that keeps telling me stuff. You know, whenever I was real young, I was like, that must be God. And I'm like, well, God's not going to tell me. <laughs> To go steal that cookie or whatever, right? like that's me. Right. <laughs> that's me. That's me. Yeah, I, you're. Yeah, we're from, we're both from Oklahoma, so I'm, I'm sure you were also raised in a religious household. Um. So yeah, that's how I was too growing up. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm 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 not trying to laugh so hard, but yeah, that that I feel that so hard, bro. That that was that was me too. Yeah, man. Uh, the Bible Belt, man. It's it's crazy place. Crazy place. Uh, you know, uh, I like to think I'm a I'm a good enough person, but I just can't can't do it with some of these religious folks these days. You know. Oh yeah, me neither. Um, you know, like, you know, I don't really care about offending people because if you get offended by my beliefs, then that's on you. But you know, like, I don't necessarily necessarily believe in God. I don't not believe in God, but I, you know what I'm saying? Does that, yeah. does that make sense? I mean, um, for many years, I would claim like, to be an atheist and I think I've softened on it and said like, I'm probably more agnostic as in like, I'm not yeah. going to, I'm not going to yell at someone their shit's wrong. I'm just saying like your religious text obviously isn't completely correct. Like, yeah, and it's been proven. <laughs> so like, I don't know. I don't <laughs> care as much anymore. Um, but yeah, I don't also want to be preached I, to. I've been super into like, uh, I've been super into like aliens and stuff recently. Oh, me too. And, um, like dude, I, I fully believe that there's like a middle earth and shit. Like I, I think maybe not fully believe, but I think that there's a huge possibility that we've been lied to, um, like, like our entire lives about stuff on the earth. And I think that, uh, the reason that religion was pushed so hard is so we wouldn't question these things. You know what I mean? Right. Could be. Like, I mean, um, you know, like there's a reason that NASA started by exploring the sea and then said, fuck that. 
Right. Well, we're going to do space. I mean, you can easily just look at like, uh, I mean, what came to my mind because I do listen to a lot of these fun alien conspiracy stuff is, you know, Roswell's what, in like 51? And then like in 56, we changed uh, the motto of the U.S. to In God We Trust. You know, like that uh-huh. was not our motto before that. So like, mm-hmm. you know, you could probably make some conspiracy theory that, you know, when Roswell happens, we discover the truth. We're like, let's start pushing God more because people are not ready, you know, or whatever. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I like it. I like it. I just love ancient aliens. You know, like that one just... uh Man, me and my college roommate and best friend, we would just get fucking stoned and we'd watch these goddamn ancient aliens shows and everything they did was it made just as much sense as anything else. And I was like, man, this is great. I love it. Like it changed my whole world. And I know that's so stupid because everyone hates on that show. But I'm like, I don't know. It was so good. It was the perfect time for me to come across that. Yeah. No, I feel you. Which I've never even watched that show. I've never even heard of that show. But uh, it sounds like something I'd be interested in. Uh, it was on History Channel. I think they have a random season on Netflix. Um, there's like 13 seasons now. The first season is like six, one and a half hour long episodes. And more or less, it says that like God didn't make us, but uh, the ancient Sumerians, which are the first written language uh, in the world, their story of the origin is that gods came, forced them to mine gold. They took the gold and left. So this is basically saying Dude. that happened. Yep. Aliens came, forced the primates that they genetically modified into humans to mine gold. They took the gold because we now know it's good for space flight. And then, uh, you know, they used it and they balanced. And then because of that, gold's been valuable ever since because our original mm-hmm. gods, you know, said it was valuable. And I'm like, oh, this shit's so good. I love it, you know. And I just watched the ancient alien episodes and I'm like, tell me. And they'll, some suck, you know, some are like, uh, you know, they'll be about random shit all over the world. And then, you know, there, there's some that aren't as good of theories, but that one, I always really like that whole origin story. And so I'm like, yeah, that yeah makes, my, uh, that's fine. My older brother actually told me about that. Yeah. Um, like that's the kind of shit he believes. Yeah. So she, he, he, he was, he was getting into like some vaccine shit. So like, he was like into conspiracy about that, like blah, blah, blah. Cause I got vaccinated and he was like, well, you probably shouldn't have done that. I mean, I got vaccinated and I also enjoy the conspiracy theories. And uh, I just had to be like, you know what? I just want to at least pretend we are going back to normal. Okay. Can we just pretend? I don't know. I don't don't know one way or the other. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'm just, uh, I remember back when we didn't care. But, all right, man, I feel like I've kept you long enough and we'll have to have you on again, you know, since uh, you're, you know, not a bad guest here. And uh, anything else you need to plug? And also, I will say, if you want to send me any song to play at the end of the episode, we can do that. Bet, bet. Yeah, I'll do that for sure. Um, and then to plug um, Underground Stars at U N D R S T R S is my label that I'm signed to. Um, my Twitter and Instagram is at Drake Beats, D-R-V-K-E-B-E-A-T-S. Uh, follow Ca- Caleb James Smith on Spotify, Colt Lyles on Spotify, uh, Lil Drake on Spotify. Um, yeah, that's really it, I think. Well, I could be forgetting Seth, but I'd be doing that. It happens. And yeah, also, you know, I'll tag you, of course, on Instagram and Twitter when we, when we uh, release these. And so everyone hopefully will follow you if they don't. And uh, yeah, now I'm excited to check out this pack. You know, it comes out the Monday before this episode. So it's already out when people hear this. Um, so people can go get that. And then, um, you know, now I'm excited. Hell yeah, man. It's going to be it's going to be good. Uh, I I believe that it's my best loop kick so far. Well, hell yeah, bro. Well, I appreciate it. And like I said, we'll uh, have you on again. All right, brother. All right, peace. All right, later, man.
Satisfied now, and your mama right beside. 